Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Service for all brands of print equipment in your office? Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. All right, again, we had a, some criticism directed towards Evan Bouchard. I would say you could direct criticism to basically every aspect of the Oilers game last night because they were beaten in every aspect of the game. You can text us at any time. We'll get to Brian Lott momentarily. The Fizzler has texted the show to say, Bob, there's plenty of criticism not related to 22-year-old players. Cates, Nicholson, and Holland all deserve a ton of heat, but for some reason they get a perpetual pass on this show called Oilers Now. Um... Well, here's what I'd say. I mean, the, the job of the owner is to get out of the way, isn't it, and allow the the general manager to put and build the team together. And I think that uh, what I've noticed is things sort of migrate depending upon the timing. And so when the orders were in the middle of 2-11 and 2 run, there were a lot of people criticizing the coach. The general manager elected not to move the coach out, which I think in itself is a reflection that the GM felt some culpability for the position that the team was in. My point is, is yes, Evan Bouchard was involved on two of the goals against last night. I don't see a defense corps that's playing with an abundance of um, confidence right now. And I think there's several factors. Uh, again, thank you very much, Fizzler. And, uh, you know, knowing that I know what you do in your industry, I'll be sure to point out... Uh, when uh, when we have investigations taking place uh, with people in your in- industry as well. How's that? All right, my friend? I'm just having fun with you. You know that. Fair criticism is fair criticism. When you lose, you get it on you. That's kind of how it works. Again, you can text us at any time at 780-496-0063. As uh, we go to our Oilers Now headliner today for Wilhawk Beef Jerky, it just might be the best you've ever tasted. For, search for Wilhawk, uh, W-I-L-H-A-U-K today. And we are pleased to be joined by our headliner today, uh, former General Manager of the Tampa Bay Lightning, Brian Lawton from the NHL Network. Hello, Brian. How are you doing? Doing fantastic, Bob. 4 nothing loss for Edmonton last night, and it was an ugly performance. They were beaten in every aspect of the game, Brian. So naturally, everybody's fired back up here in oil country, and uh, some people are going after 22-year-old defensemen. Some people are going after the coach. Some people are going after the manager. Uh there's going to, you know, it's it, it comes with the territory. You know what I'm saying? It's just another Wednesday in Edmonton. 
<laughs> All right, well, let's start with uh, the criticism directed the way of uh, uh, Evan Bouchard because there's a couple of there's a couple individuals that have circled back. I, I, I do notice there there seems to be a couple of media guys out there that really enjoy going after kids. I've never really kind of uh, fundamentally understood that. Now Evan was involved in a couple of the goals against, and he had some he had some plays that he'd like to have back. Um, I personally think Bouchard should have been playing more last year. I think it maybe alter, could have altered the course and direction of the makeup of your defense this season. Give me your perspective. Uh, I, I agree with you that I would have liked to see him get more reps last year. But, you know, Ken Holland has a very tried and true process with young players. He likes them to matriculate in the AHL. So that means they generally get a little more time than the average general manager keeps their young players down. Uh, and then Dave Tippett also, you know, he's uh, – Tip and I talk a lot about this. I always give him a hard time that you don't like younger players. And he says, that's not true. I like winning players. And I understand that's a coach's perspective. I want the players that will help me win now. That's the way the coaches look a lot. And I want the players that will help us maybe win long-term is generally the GM's philosophy. Uh, all in all, uh, Evan Bouchard is not the reason why they lost last night. It definitely, to your point, though, uh, I, I think he'd be a little bit further along right now than he would be otherwise. At the same time, I'm sure Ken Holland would argue, but his foundation wouldn't be as strong. It may not mean that he'll have a better career over the next 10, 12, 15 years in the National Hockey League. Uh, yeah, so you're confident that he's going to be a good player long term? Oh, I'm very confident in that. I, I think that's obvious. There's still things that he's going to need to improve upon. And some of those things are very common for young players, particularly when they're stars in their junior teams and particularly when they're defensemen and they're used to playing 40 minutes a night. Well, that's not the way it rolls in the NHL for very many players, even the best of the best. And that's just a transition that Evan's still working on that. His body language could improve at times. His intensity every shift could improve but that's not the reason why they lost last night. Those are just things that you're monitoring as a coach and a general manager of the team. Uh, teams nowadays are less of a finished product than older Oiler fans would recognize. Yeah. Uh, Mark in St. Albert, Texas, and says, Bob, did you actually watch the last five or six games? Question mark. Bouchard's been awful, and I mean awful, says Mark in St. Albert. Yes, he's only 22 years old, and he needs uh, time to percolate, but not on the top pairing. That one comes just from Mark in St. Albert. Well, I, I would say I watched them, yes, because I broadcast them and was actually in the building on the road. Uh, where you do get a little bit different look, and there's usually two or three breakdowns in every goal. There's no question he needs to improve uh, his intensity at times, but there's also no question that he makes plays that no other defenseman on the team is capable of making. You said he wasn't the reason why they lost last night. Brian Lawton, why did Edmonton lose last night? Uh, to me, Vegas poses a lot of challenges for them right now, and they came in waves. Uh, they didn't necessarily spend a ton of time in the offensive zone, in my opinion, but they were able to create opportunities at a much higher rate than the Oilers were in terms of just getting the puck to the center of the ice, owning kind of those tough areas. And, you know, it wasn't a great night for Mike Smith, that's for certain, but that's all it was. It's a long season. 
I think people read too much into these singular games. You want to look at a little bit longer stretch. Uh, you don't want to look at a player as he had one bad game, so he's no good, especially players that are growing and developing. I understand where fans come from, but there's a different perspective when you're coaching or managing a team. It's a process of development, and now development happens at the NHL level. So right away when a young player has a bad game, he generally takes more of the emotional hit than a veteran player. That's okay. You just got to know that and manage that. Uh, the Oilers, to me, though, um, they didn't have it last night. You could you could wake up in the morning and look at the box score and say, oh, that was kind of a level game. It really wasn't, in my opinion. No, it was ugly. They got they got beat for fun, and frankly, four nothing flattered them. Uh, Dave Tippett, you know, he's got to ride Mike Smith here, and I wonder whether or not there's some consideration actually giving him a back to back start here against Chicago tonight. And that's one of the beauties of the situation. Uh, I read the text. I don't know if you heard it. Just saying, hey, Stoffer, you, you know, people are. Here's what happened. I read a text on Bouchard. We've had a ton of response on Bouchard. Uh, and then we had somebody text in and say, well, what about Daryl Cates? What about uh, Bob Nicholson? What about Ken Holland? I'd say there's been a fair amount of criticism of Dave Tippett and Ken Holland, and that kind of comes with the territory of those sort of positions, uh, doesn't it, Brian? It does. I mean, in terms of fans evaluating ownership, what do people expect You know, Daryl Cates to do? I mean, he puts everything into this team in terms of resources. And as you said, you've got to kind of step back and, and let the people that you hire to do their jobs solve them. Now, if there's massive strategies long-term where the club is going, yes, that's where Daryl Cates needs to get involved and say, I don't like where this is going. And then he needs to make sure he has the right people to solve and fix those problems. But he's not actually going to be down there, you know, grilling the coaches or – you know, he's going to meet with his GM and his president occasionally, but not as much as people think. Most of these guys that own NHL teams have become successful in other industries. And although they'd like to weigh in on a nightly basis, the smart ones don't. They don't. They're, they're smart enough because they've made enough money in other areas to know you get good people and you let them do their job. You give them a certain timeline. If it doesn't work out, that's when you get involved and make changes. There is no indication contrary to how Edmonton fans felt, certainly in the last 30, 45 days, that you need to make sweeping changes with your GM, with your president, or with your coaches. I understand the emotional point of that, but that is not the case. And I think the owner is doing exactly what he should do, let people do their jobs. Uh, we have some breaking news. It has not been confirmed yet out of Montreal, but uh, we're not going to second-guess this guy. Frank Cervelli has tweeted out that the Canadians have fired coach Dominic Ducharme, which, frankly, uh, I mean, they fired Claude Julien last year. Uh, Jeff Gordon has gone in there as a uh, president. Uh, they've uh, <laughs> hired Kent Hughes to be the GM. Those guys are going to be a tandem. Uh, again, this has not been verified yet by the Canadians organization, but given that Frank Cervelli had the entire Seattle expansion list, I'm not one to sit there and necessarily uh, second-guess this. Would this surprise you if the Canadians have elected to go this route and fire Dominic Ducharme at this time? Uh, it does a little bit because Jeff was pretty firm that he's not going to make any changes to the end of the year, but as I'm trying to point out to the fans, 
you're always evaluating what's going on. That was an ugly loss last night for the Montreal Canadiens, which, you know, followed a number of ugly performances from the group. You don't want to turn your organization into a laughingstock. Uh, I'm not saying that the Canadians should be winning every night, but there's some things that when you watch their team play in terms of effort, structure, consistency, uh, I, I could see why Jeff Gordon could feel like this may be a necessary move right now. Even though he said, like, don't be fan, don't be fooled, fans. GMs will tell you not necessarily false information. But they'll make decisions with an eye towards, you know, how do we keep moving forward here in the most constructive way possible? And when Jeff Gordon started in that job, I would say nine out of ten GMs would have said, okay, there's no real point to changing the coach right now. I need to come in, evaluate. I'll evaluate the coach over time as well. But right off the bat, because the organization was doing poorly, it didn't merit the GM getting fired and then the coach getting fired at the same time in Jeff Gordon's eyes. Well, guess what? If this is true, that all changed in his eyes. Again, eight minutes ago, Frank Cervelli tweeting out, hearing the Canadians have fired coach Dominic Ducharme, Pierre Lebrun, who works on the Canadian TSN broadcast, says hearing the same as Frank Ducharme, I believe that Habs management currently meeting with the rest of the coaching staff. I mean, this guy was seen as the rising star and uh well wait a sec here now what's <laughs> we're, we're going to continue to monitor this because uh there there's again that's is it, i'm just making sure that's actually from frank i'm almost tempted to text frank here but uh we've, we've got people pounding texts coming in as we speak on this front all right circling back to the Edmonton Oilers and the situation that they're in right now it's interesting brian because the Oilers have a farm team that is 12-1-4 in their last 17 games. Uh, goaltender Stuart Skinner is 8-0-2 this season down on the farm. He's had a, a great run, a 1.97 goals against average, 9.28 save percentage. The team has culture. They have an expectation of winning, and they've prioritized playing their best players. So there's a lot of good things happening with their development model in their farm team. They've also, and it's early on the prospects, so I don't want to be too bullish, Brian, but they've got a, a six-round pick named Matt V. Petrov, who's having a huge start. Um, a huge start to his OHL career. He's top five in scoring. That's a six-rounder that's showing some skill. And a fourth-rounder, Carter Savoy, playing for Denver, who's, uh, who's had a 16 goals, 33 points in 24 games, plus 19 this year. So they've got some hits with some later-round picks, at least early signs of some hits. They've got some good things happening. Um uh, you know, with their farm system, it's when you come off a four nothing lead or four nothing loss, it seems a little you know trite to go down that path. But is that something that Edmonton can build on a little bit? And from your perspective, what do you see with uh, and the Canadians have now made it official? Dominic Ducharme is out as head coach. Uh, John Shannon just tweeting ten seconds ago. But what do you see with what's happening with Edmonton behind the scenes uh, on on sort of the development side of the organization? Um, and maybe a bit on uh, on the pro side as well. I see a team that's on parallel tracks. And the first track, of course, is to get their NHL team up to speed and put themselves in a position to compete for the Stanley Cup. They've got two marquee players. Everybody knows that. They do have issues they're dealing with on a daily basis. And rest assured, fans, it's not fun. But try moving the Titanic on a dime. 
It just takes time in the salary cap world. But underneath that, in a parallel track, the other track, obviously, is they have to restock the organization. And they're doing that. And it's very tempting to want to disrupt that when you're working on two separate tracks like Ken Holland is right now. But he knows that there'll be times when you can inject some enthusiasm and youth, but you're going to be better served long term if you don't do that as often as you may like. So that's probably, in my opinion, without talking to Ken about it, what he's battling with. How do I balance this out? He recognizes how critical these years are right now because of where Dreisaitl and McDavid are. And you want to get the most out of that. But I will tell all your fans out there that it's still a process. You can have some great forwards and not win anything in this league. And nobody knows that more than Ken Holland. It's a process to build the team up in other areas. Everybody screams goaltending. I still think it's secondary. Keep building your D. They're doing that on the fly with young players. We just talked about that. They brought in a veteran to help mentor. But once that decor gets to a level that is above average in the NHL, then I think you're going to see two things happen. Number one, your goaltenders are going to play better, especially when you have a coach like Dave Tippett who understands how to generally, the majority of the time, limit quality offensive chances. You're also going to find that even your high-end forwards play better than you imagine, and the rest of the group is elevated. But that's just the way I see it. Not everybody agrees with that philosophy, but that is what I see happening. That is what I see the Oilers need to continue to pound away on, and you have to be relentless in pursuit of whatever your macro strategy is. That's what the Oilers are doing right now. You know where I'm going next. We have the Chicago Blackhawks in town. Brian Lawton, former GM of the Tampa Bay Lightning, started Octagon's player agency, now with the NHL Network. Have the Blackhawks reached out to a guy named Brian Lawton? Can you either confirm or deny that? <laughs> <laughs> I cannot confirm or deny anything to do with that. All right, there we go. Thanks for leaving that open. Brian, love having you on the show. Thank you for your time. My pleasure, Bob. Thank you. 12.52 in Edmonton, the Montreal Canadiens have tweeted out that Dominic Ducharme has been relieved of his head coaching duties. Uh, Ducharme was seen as a rock star uh, uh, by a, a lot of the media in the province of Quebec since being named head coach of the Canadiens. Ducharme has registered a 23-46-14 record, 83 regular season games. Now, he did go last year. 13 and 6 in 19 games in the playoffs as uh, the Canadians. Is that right? They went 13 and 6? I'm just doing the math here. They lost in 4. Well, they swept Winnipeg. What did they take uh, Vegas? Did they beat Vegas in 6? And well, they played the Leafs in seven. There's no way he could have gone 13 and six in 19 games in the playoffs, or he'd miss a couple. Is that what happened? Maybe he missed a couple. Anyhow, the status of assistant coaches: Alex Burrows, um, Luke Richardson, Mario LeBlanc, Trevor Latowski, and Eric Raymond uh, remain unchanged. The Canadians' next head coach will be announced later today. Breaking news as we speak. Oh, you're active on the uh, text line. Several of you are sticking up for Evan Bouchard and saying, "Hey, wait a sec here, Bob. Don't sit there and." Peg one or two texters in with everybody else. We'll get to some of those texts when we return on Oilers Now. It's 1253 in Edmonton. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.
Nothing says Valentine's Day quite like Bruce Chris Steakhouse. Bruce Chris is the place for special occasions. Tell Daphne, Taylor, and Chris that Oilers now sent you. We will mention to you that you can reach us anytime in the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline, 780-496-0063. Tap 25 in the River Cree, getting a new menu that starts February 22nd, and you can try it at 50% off from 2 to 5, plus new food specials and promotions taking place at the Kitchen and Atelier out at River Cree. Country music star Dean Brody will take the stage uh, coming up in June out of the River Cree. The River Cree Resort.com for more information. Keep texting us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line 780-496-0063. Get the new floors you've always wanted, 143rd Street, 111th Avenue, or head to AshleyFineFloors.com. I do want to bang off a couple texts. Um, Bob, why isn't Bouchard with Duncan Keith right now to teach him how it's done? Um, uh, You know, I hey, we've we've discussed that, so I think people get it. Uh, Ron says Bob Brian Lawton is right. The Oilers' defense is only average, sometimes below. Our goaltender would have uh, way fewer Grade A chances with good defense. Not saying we don't need a number one goaltender moving forward. Bob uh, from Cletus says at least uh, Bouchard shoots the puck. That's something that a lot of our other players uh, could uh, could take uh, some lessons from. Uh, and Corpse out of Edmonton says, Bob, I didn't realize Evan Bouchard was wearing number 22 last night. I was at the game and Barry was atrocious. If anybody's going to be complaining about any defense last night, it would be about Tyson Barry. Well, Tyson had a tough night. There's no question. And Evan had a tough night. The whole team, that's the point. The whole team had a tough night. And DC Oilers says this. When are we going to stop running defensemen out of town? Latest one was Bear. Leave Bouchard alone. Uh... I don't uh I don't know why we even signed Barry when we had Ethan Bear. Hopefully we can trade uh Barry for a winger at some point. That one comes to us from DC. Well, for what it's worth, seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. We'll wait and see what happens here. I just don't like the idea of blaming a twenty two year old kid in uh in Bouchard. We know there's gonna be growing pains with him along the way. He's gotta get more firmer, more competitive on the puck. That will come with time. Into the orders now injury report brought to you by James H. Brown Injury Lawyers, the heavy hitters of injury law. When accidents happen, go to jameshbrown.com. Trent Brown, Jim Brown, the gang at James H. Brown. It's this simple. They're the best. For Edmonton, COVID protocol for Miko Koskin and Chris Russell out day to day. Uh he is on IR. Chicago Blackhawks will not have Jonathan Taze tonight. That's the primary player out of the lineup. Uh, he's in concussion protocol. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. And three guests to come in the second hour, including David Staples from the Cult of Hockey. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad.